good saturday evening welcome to another edition of sideline junkies saturday night wrestlemaniacs it's me it's me it's the big guy kg as you can see the nubian sumo is already getting started but he coming in hot so i he got something to say ladies and gentlemen it's been a rough week rough to the point where I'm just pissed off and somebody got to pay for me being pissed off. So, with that being said, I'm gonna tell y'all who I hate right now within the wrestling business. Cause I'm gonna take it out on them. Now, I, earlier today I took it out on KG and on Don, you know, but they was like, you know, why you put it, why you put it on us? That which I understand and I apologize. Well, not to Don, but to you, KG. But I will take it out on some of these folks that just ain't trying to do right in the wrestling business. And I'm only gonna pick on three or four people tonight. So First off, anybody who's been watching the show knows about the first person. Directly out of Baltimore, Maryland. I'm not talking about Don this time. Rich Swan. What is up with that dude? I mean... He's probably from Baltimore, but he don't act like he's from Baltimore. I mean, I know he's I know he claims Ohio, but they don't act like that in the Midwest. Not the people that I know. I love people in the Midwest. You know, I love Detroit, Columbus, Cincinnati. You know, I'm, I'm, I love places like I love the place in the in the Midwest. But I don't, something wrong with him. The hair, his promos. The whole thing, I, I just, I just don't get with. It. I mean, he's a skillful wrestler. Can't deny that, you know. But everything else is just like, what the hell? Where you, what, you know? Who are you? Why do you do the things that you do? You know, I mean, it, it, it just baffles me. You know, I, I don't even understand how Willie Mack hangs with you. Willie Mack is like, what, California? Modern day, uh, the modern day junkyard dog at this point? <clears throat> I mean, that's how he comes off to me, you know. So, I mean, that's just me. That's just my opinion. Those of you who want to chime in on that uh, can do so. Not that it'll change my mind, but, you know, it is what it is. <clears throat> Next up. AEW. <clears throat> I got a beef with AEW. Y'all know damn well y'all shouldn't have cut Minoru Suzuki's interest short like you did the other week. It's classic. It is, it's, it's, I mean, ne I've never seen a Minoru Suzuki interest without the crowd going, Kaze Ni Nare. 
That's the that's the whole part of his interest. Now I understand you did it for time reasons. You no, know, short on time. It was the end of the show. You know, you probably had maybe like twenty minutes to get a match in. Okay, fine. Well, okay, cool. You lost me when you gave John Moxley the last four minutes of the show to gallivant his ass around the damn arena fucking with folks. He ain't shaking hands, you know, he ain't, you know, he ain't, he ain't glad-handed or nothing. You know, he's just walking around doing his you know, all that bullshit. I mean, what? You're going to cut out a classic entrance to a wrestling legend just because somebody's in their hometown and they want to walk around the damn arena like they do all the time, all the damn time. He, he could have done that during his entrance. So, yeah, I'm pissed off at you too, AEW. As much as y'all been doing some good shit, y'all fucked up right then. Yeah, I'm pissed off at you. Now, I'm not sure if I need to be pissed off at this next person, at this next one. I'm not really sure. We're going to talk about it later. But I'm just going to bring it up. Because we are going to bring it up later. Maybe when Don comes, comes around. But impact. We're going to discuss that one. I'm going to say I'm going to table that one for later. But impact. You and Tommy, you you in this thing with Tommy Dreamer? I don't know. We're gonna have to discuss that one. But finally, my last one. I'm gonna get on Booker T's ass. Yeah, you've been coming off with some real slick stuff lately, buddy. Yeah, some of these opinions you got about various things over the past year or so, you know, been kind of sketchy at best. I don't know if you are still a WWE mark, if you were still on the payroll, you just appreciative. But you need to be watching your mouth about some of the stuff you be coming out with, especially when it came when it came down to the Me Too movement, women's wrestling. I mean, you got a whole bunch of women that are coming out of your uh, organization right now. You got beat. You got problems with women's wrestling. You check yourself, son. Really, I don't know what your problem is. I don't know why you're coming out your mouth with some of this stuff you're coming out with, but you, you just need to check yourself. And in the words of Stone Cold, that's all I got to say about that. Uh, <laughs> wow. Um, I don't know how to follow that up, uh, but I do have one thing to say. I'm glad you brought up uh, Booker T. Because I agree with you wholeheartedly. He has been saying a few questionable things the last year, year and a half. And, you know, it's more along the lines of, you want to watch me juggle some watermelons there, boss? Huh? Mm-hmm. Let me do a little soft chew for you? Oh, yeah. Real, he come out real coonish. 
Bobby Coonish. But see, it's different when you say it. I said a little bit more rough. I called him out his name. And I, I mean, hey, you from Houston. I'm from wherever. I'm from parts unknown at this present point. But I don't give a shit who you are. You are what you are. You don't like what I said. And you don't want to smoke with it. You got more money, but I got more goons. So, I mean, they say every every squad got a killer in it. And I'm the killer in my squad. So, you don't want it. Watch what you're saying, because you're saying a lot of shit that's fucking up with it's fucking with the uh the industry, and it's fucking with the up and coming people. So that's just me following up on what you said. So if you want it with the newbie and sumo shit, you can get it with me too. No doubt. Yeah, you know what? You know where to find us. We ain't hard to find. Not at all. Not at yeah. all. And no. I went to shit. I'm at tonight. <laughs> tonight of all nights, I got time. <laughs> I'm with the shits tonight. <laughs> well, well, <sighs> hey, defense is open. He already roaming his yard. Uh, Nubian Sumo, what you smoking on? What you drinking on tonight? Well, tonight I'm being powered by the Blackbird Finch. Which is a very, which is a mild cigar. This is like a first cigar of the day with your coffee cigar right here. And I wanted to go a little light to start off with. So, you know, this is a nice peppery, nice white peppery taste to it. You know, very, like I said, very mild. I can see this with some Cafe Bustello with a little Buffalo Trace bourbon cream in it. You know, very nice, very nice. And then I pulled out my, limited edition unfiltered old tub y'all ain't seen this in about good six months mm -hmm. so yeah i haven't touched that so yeah had to pull that back out well let me ask you a like i said it's been a rough week <laughs> it has i'm been. supposed i'm somewhere i ain't supposed to be right now i'm supposed to be somewhere inebriated <laughs> since yesterday let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. Uh this is a personal question. This is not even wrestling related. I'm just gonna ask this and we're gonna move on. You got an old school bar, don't you? Old school, almost U-shaped. You can get behind it. You got the bottles and everything. You almost got a tap and everything. You got a wall with your with your liquor and enough, everything. I don't have enough room for that. What right. I have, what I have is I have like the the, the uh, I have the things you put up wine on. No, you got wine racks. Okay. Yeah, I got wine racks. Yeah, I got wooden wooden wine racks. Hmm. And I got okay. enough. I got a, and they come like they come like you could put three on the rack. So I got enough to put like twelve bottles of of bourbon and six bottles of wine. And that's what okay. I got right. Perry checking in. That's him. Okay, so Perry, you got the, you got the uh, the bar, and yeah, all that. Perry, 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 yeah, Perry got the bar. The mirror wall with all the all the different. Um, he got Kahlua, he got uh, uh what's the other one? He got um 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 some Bombay Sapphire, you know. <laughs> all he got all the top shelf stuff. Perry don't look like he he don't he don't look like he drink nothing below the mid shelf. Yeah, Perry, 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 Perry can, Perry can run with me. 
You know, I mm. I can't run with everybody, but a Perry can run with me. Let me tell especially you something. Since back he's a, especially since he's a Padron guy. I mean, I don't know too many Padron guys. So, yeah. Back in the he's day, y'all wouldn't have been able to keep up with me. Guy, so. Y'all wouldn't have been able to keep up with me. That's all I'm going to say. I had more Belvedere stocked up than enough. And in the wintertime, it was yeah, tank break. The only white liquor I do is uh, corn. Oh, God damn. Hey, he says Southern fact, Draw I, now. Yeah, yeah. He been he been on that Southern Draw cigar line for, for a good minute now. Mm. So I keep telling him he needs to get that Jacob's Ladder. I don't know if he smoked it yet, but he need to get on that Jacob's Ladder. Oh, speaking of that. Mr. Thompson, Mr. Raj Thompson, one of our great listeners and, and watchers, viewers. It's one of our day ones. Well, not my day one, but not y'all's <laughs> day one, but my day one. He chimed in last week about the Sonny Jergensen cigar that you asked me about. He's the had the Chewy. Hmm. He's, had, he's actually had the Chewy. He said it's a very good cigar, and he says the reason why it's called the Chewy is because Jergensen used to take cigars everywhere with him and sit, and he was in places where he couldn't smoke. He would just chew on his cigar. So the, so the way the cigar is made, is, is, the cigar is actually somewhat flavored so that you can actually sit there and chew the cigar rather than smoke it mm -hmm. or, or start smoking it at your leisure. But you can just sit there and just have it in your mouth and just smoke on, or just chew on it. <clears throat> until you're ready to light it up. <clears throat> now, see, so, I, I, I'm not a I'm not a cigar smoker. The boss BJ is. Uh, I know Delonte is. Uh, a couple of listeners are, but I just wanted to get because it's Sunny Jerks, and that's the only reason why I want to get me a couple. I wanted to know, you know, hey, now if I got a SJ9 Chewy, how long would that last me? That I could keep that in the wrapper, and they would last for a while if I had no plan on smoking it, right? Nah, if you want to, you can. You if you want to keep it, if you want to keep it for a while, there's certain things you got to try to keep it humidified. You know, you got to. It's got to be in a certain temperature. It's got to have a type of humidity. You know, to keep it the way it's supposed to be. So, um, if you're just gonna get one or two cigars, I mean, I can tell you what to do with them. Or you can just uh, leave them over here with me, and I'll just have them in a the corner for you, and you just come over and get it whenever you're ready for. On planet, <laughs> I want it because it, it, just because it's Sunny Jerks. I'm a big Sunny Jerks fan. Big well, Washington if that's the case, fan. if that's the case with you, if that's the case, then I would suggest that you figure out a way to try to preserve it. You know, if you're not going to smoke it, you just try to figure out a way to preserve it so it doesn't go bad on you because it'll dry, it'll dry up, and then just crumble to pieces. At one point, it'll just disintegrate on you. Okay. So yeah, so I would. You know how they take you know how they take stuff and you know they might dip it in something and it just hardens and you know it just mm -hmm. kind of preserves it. That you might want to do something like that, or maybe some um some type of uh, clear glue or whatever to try to you know cut put over it and so that it what doesn't you know because all you want all you want is pretty much the cigar in the band. Right? Yeah, that's it. Just to have that's something, it. just to have that's something to show. Yeah, just, so yeah, just to say I got it. I got you get some kind now. of lacquer. If you get some kind of lacquer, get it and get it, like dip it in some kind of la uh, clear lacquer or something, you know, something from Mike Michaels or something like that, then you might be able to do something like, you know, preserve it like that. But, uh, okay. 
Yeah. And Perry State <clears throat> Jacobs Ladder, Cudzo, and Cedrus. Yeah, those are three cigars in the um su- in the southern draw line. So yeah, mm-hmm. those are the ones that he's smoking. Well, he Where's has the boss BJ at? I got to find the boss BJ because this is this is knowledge being dropped on cigars, and he's a cigar smoker now. So this is knowledge being dropped. But until the boss BJ comes in and he gets on here, I'm gonna send him a text message in a second. But <clears throat> until he gets on here, we gotta move on. Next up. Oh man, I didn't hit the ticker. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I hit the ticker. Rock V uh Rock. Jesus. I got this is what it's supposed to be. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar at Crown Jewel. Should be an interesting match. Uh I'm more I'm more concerned with the Paul Heyman aspect of it than I am the actual match. Mm. Because I don't see, I, I feel a dusty finish coming. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a clean finish. I think it's going to be like a disqualification of some kind. I don't see either one of them losing to the other in that match. Agreed. It doesn't. It doesn't do either one of them any justice to lose that match. So, and plus it's in Saudi Arabia. I mean, you know. Even though it's going to be televised, I mean, it doesn't. I mean, doesn't really count. <laughs> uh, wait, it's the uh, the Intercontinental Championship changing hands, and uh, what was that? What we say? Pa- what was that? Panama? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Panama City. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I mean, just like Mansoor, you know, Mansoor. Mansoor is just another jobber here in the United States, but take him over to Saudi Arabia. That motherfucker John Cena. That's that true. He ain't lost in Saudi Arabia yet. He not <laughs> going to. And I, Perry, I agree with you. I haven't watched a Blood Money card. I haven't watched a, a Crown Jewel since the first one. And I, I, they're kind of rough to watch. Yeah, they're, they're, they're very rough to watch. I mean, because they got so many rules that they have to abide by, especially with the women. You know, the women have to be completely covered up. I mean, they didn't have to wear the burkas over their faces or nothing, but you know, they had they uh, closed down to their wrists, down to their ankles. You know, mm-hmm. is, you know that match between the big who was it, the, the Natalia and um, Lacey Evans. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that was yeah, it was. <clears throat> I mean, they did what they did. You know, it was, it was good. That was a good match. It was a good match, but I mean, you know. I agree with you again, Perry. I can't. I, Crown number one, it comes on at an awkward time. Most of us are at work when Crown Jewel comes on. Now, when I was at my former job, Crown Jewel came on. I had my breaks set up so I could. I think came on at one o'clock. So I asked boss, could I go to lunch at like one so I could watch it? And I was able to watch most of it. Take my breaks and keep checking up on it and watching it. But Undertaker. And Kane, Brothers of Destruction versus DX. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and look at that. That's a rough match to watch with four of your, 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 your childhood heroes going at it, and it was just sloppy. But Brock versus Roman at Crown Jewel for custody of Paul Heyman, probably. 
I don't think it's going to be a good match. I think it's going to be terrible. I think that's well. Again, I'm looking for I'm looking for a dusty finish. I'm looking for like Paul Heyman to interrupt the match in some kind of way to where he doesn't show himself one side or the other. Um, I mean, the only reason they're having this match is because the Saudis are asking for it. Every pretty much every main main every pro, uh, potential main event match on this card is because the Saudis asked for certain people, mm-hmm. and they asked for certain matches like Goldberg. Why would Goldberg have his last match on his contract in Saudi Arabia? Because they asked for it, and I'm sure the price tag was pretty high too. Right, right. Perry so, said, I can't do boxing cards in Saudi Arabia not going to support it. I don't blame you. I don't. I don't. I don't blame you at all. And here's my thing. It's going to be a terrible match to watch. Probably a dusty finish like you said. But think about what can come out of it. You could oh, possibly that's, gonna, have, that's why it's, That's why it's going to be the smash that it is. It's going to be. Because it's going to leave a bitter taste in people's mouths that's going to be like, Okay, what are they going to do next? How are they going to put them together? And are they going to be together once the draft comes around? You got the draft in two weeks. Mm-hmm. So, where, I mean, you got, and plus, you got both of the, ch- the main championships on the same show. So, are you going to move Big E? Mm-hmm. And put him back with the new day, or are you gonna move Roman to Raw? And does Brock follow him to Raw? Because we still don't know who Brock is signed with. We only dealing we only dealing right now with the fact that he's trying to get at Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Does is Brock that- get picked up by Raw? And then we have the Brock Lashley match. That I've been waiting for for thirteen years. Yeah, so I mean, it's a lot of ifs and buts when it comes to that match. But so I'm why give him? A, why give him a finish? I'm why give somebody? somebody? I'm gonna throw this at you. You got the hurt business now. They're talking about Shelton Benjamin possibly coming back to the hurt business, which is good. So you'll have MVP Lashley, Shelton Benjamin. Uh, Cedric Alexander was rumored to also come back to drop uh, the gimmick that he has and come on back and also uh, no no that was it for the Hurt Business but think about this with the Usos Brock and Roman you got somebody to go against the Hurt Business you got another stable that can hang with the Hurt Business a little bit and you got something to beef over. You got two stables. You got, you know, MVP, great on the mic. Paul Heyman, great on the mic. And they can just go back and forth and play off of each other for a few months. And you, you can stretch this out at least until. Mm, it's still early. It, it can go the least it can go with Survivor Series because that's a Survivor Series match. But see, that's why they're giving you Brock and Roman now. Exactly, because you can you're gonna put them on the same team. 
because who because we don't know what the draft is going to provide going to give us. Mm, so that is true. I mean, because look, look, think about all the think about all the moving parts within this draft. If you move Roman, you break up the bloodline. Unless you bring the bloodline with them. Exactly. Which is possible. If the bloodline leaves, then you got the bloodline and the hurt and the potential hurt business on the same show. How long is that gonna last? It's how not gonna could, last very long, long. How long could that last? You can't that's not gonna last that long. And I agree, not happening. Too too many ands and buts in that, right? Mm-hmm. right. Fox, exactly. never go Fox for it. will never go for it, right? Because Fox, Fox is like Roman is our moneymaker right now, right? So yeah, so they're okay. not gonna break up the bloodline, okay? And you're not bringing the hurt business. The most over the to most likely Fox. thing to do, the most likely thing to do, is to take Big E, move him, move him over to um, Raw. Since that's the raw title, put him back together with the New Day or ship the New Day over to SmackDown. Keep him as a single or put him together. Doesn't really matter at this point. <laughs> it doesn't. Because either you keep Big E as a single, he's doing well by himself. He's doing, he's doing very well by himself. Or put him back with the new day. That way he's got backup in case somebody comes at him for the title. You know, he's got he's got some heaters for to kind of protect him. Or ship Kofi and Xavier over to SmackDown, have them go up against the Usos, because they need tag teams over there. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, and we were talking about, and some, some one of my both, um, Bob the actual from Straight to Tape that, that's with Perry on Perry's show. He asked me this question the other day. He says, "Will the New Day go heel?" No, no, no. It- you know what that's going to be reminiscent of? They go heel. Why rock? Why? When the rock went face, but not, but 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 check, but check this out though. But check this out though. Check this out. He also asked me if there was anybody out of the group who would go heel, so, single. Who would it be? Biggie. I said that two years ago. I said, B, I said, if anybody was going to turn within the new day, two years ago, I said Big E. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now I wouldn't say that. Why? Because he's over as a face. He's over as a face, and, and he's over. He's over as a face, and he has the title, and there are more heels. Coming after him than there are faces. So I agree with Perry. Mm. Xavier Xavier Woods has a axe to grind now. 
because he's the only one without a title you got, shot. You got two guys within their organization that have held the WWE championship. And he has never been in contention. Mm-hmm. He's never really gotten a, a real title shot. So also hurt too. He's the Marty Jannetty of that group. <laughs> okay. Or 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 if you want to if you want to be more accurate, since it's a three man, if this were three if this were uh, three MB, he'd be Heath Slater. Agreed. Agreed. I can see that. And Ben says play the jealousy card. But right, exactly. I love it. Perry chimed in, but once and again, then, and then, they and still selling too much And then, right, yeah, I'm, I'm, that's the only reason why I'm saying it wouldn't, it would never happen. That they would never turn here because they sell too much, they make too much money. The WWE makes too much money off of them on merch. Well, they but need I'm to put Bootios back out. I need, I need me a box of Bootios. But I'm saying though, check this: if the if Xavier were to turn. First, he can play the jealousy card. You know, y'all got belts. Why can't I get my? Why can't I get my shot? Mm-hmm. Kofi never gave me my shot when he had the title. Are you gonna give me my shot? And when are you gonna give it to me? Then he can go in to say, "Y'all remember, I put this shit together. This was my idea. The new day." I'm the one who brought us together. I'm the one who created the New Day. Without the New Day, Kofi would be in retirement and Big E would be somebody's lackey. That's true. That's true. That's true. Mm. Okay. Okay. Now. So I'm going to end all that by saying this. Check. <laughs> We've been yelling, cut the check for three years now, and I still ain't got it. Cut credit. the motherfucking check. Oh, shoot. Well, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna backtrack a little bit. We want Creed. Hey, <laughs> hey you get Jay Lethal and bring Lethal Consequences back, man. Ain't nobody beating them, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying. The boss BJ is joining. No, 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 no. Jay Lethal needs to stay where he is. He better not. I better not never see Jay Lethal in the WWE. Never. I mean, it's bad enough that Gresham just lost the damn pure title. <laughs> that is true. I mean, you know, I, I expected it to happen at some point, but wow, I don't know. I don't, uh-uh. So I'm just saying, no. Uh, 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 Jay, keep your ass out of WWE. <laughs> no, you don't even need to be there as an extra. Just Not at all. Just stay your ass in Baltimore and then Ring of Honor. You'll be all right. Then torn up two hours before Raw. Ben say never, never. <laughs> well, now, the boss BJ done joined in on us. He watching now. This is this is just a something that I'm going to throw out there. We got to get you, Nubian Sumo, Perry, Raj, the boss, BJ, Delante, all the cigar smokers. One show. And I mean, we got it. We uh, granted we in a pandemic, so we probably have to do it virtually. But if we could just do one show. 
maybe 45 minutes of just nothing but straight talking. It don't no topic, no nothing. 45 minutes of just straight. So no, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Whatever yeah, comes up on the table. Yeah, like, we can do that. I'm not even a cigar smoking. All I want to do is just be a fly on the wall because I know number one, with you, Perry and Raj, it's gonna be a lot of knowledge drop, especially you know, even with the boss BJ and Delante. It's gonna be just knowledge dropped all the way around. I just want to be a fly on the wall. That's all, and I just want to be able to get it on video, get it on wax, so people can see. This is what happens when you get a group of sippers. I ain't gonna say drinkers, sippers, and smokers in a room, and it it it, it would be excellence overload. That's what I think I would call it. I would call it excellence overload. Boom. Oh yeah, there's a whole bunch of topics we could talk about. We could talk about cigar etiquette. That'd be a, that'd be a whole that'd be 45 minutes right there. Cigar etiquette. <laughs> I, I'll be there taking the, do, the do's and don'ts of cigar smoking. That that that's that's 45 minutes right there in itself. So okay. yeah, that's because that's an argument depending mm-hmm. on how people feel about certain rules within the cigar and the cigar community. And so, yeah, he agrees with you. He says yes. <laughs> see, see, that's something I didn't know. I know a little bit, but I've never like the uh what is that, the tender box down in uh Waldorf. Uh-huh. I, I've been in there once. And I think I went in there, I went in there to do something. It wasn't, you know, to go in there and chill. So I've never been in there to chill, but I've always wanted to go in there and just chill and kick back. But I, I think you can't go in there unless you're smoking. So I can't just go in there and kick back and conversate with people. I mean, if you, if you, I mean, they want you to come in and patronize the place, but there's a bar in there, so I mean, and you could, and and if they still, if they're still doing that, they have restaurants that they deal with that actually deliver to their establishment because there's one pizza place that they deal with on a regular basis that love that people love when they go over there. They and the food is pretty good from that restaurant, so they'll deliver to that spot. They'll allow you to eat there. There's a TV so you can watch sports. Mm. They got a bar. But, I mean, as long as, I mean, you don't necessarily have to smoke there. I mean, because, I mean, it is a cigar lounge, but, you know, there are other things that you can do in there. They don't, as long as you buy it from the bar, I don't think they'll trip over you not smoking a cigar. Okay. Because I think I went in there for, some, I don't know, I was in there for maybe about 30 minutes. I did something. I don't even remember what it was. But, the reason why I was in there so long, I got to talking to a gentleman and there was an older black guy. And we just got to talking about some stuff and he dropped knowledge on me. You know, it, I'm at that time, I think I was early 30s. So I'm I'm trying to pick myself up off the canvas because life had knocked me down and he dropped some knowledge on me. And ever since then, I'm like, yeah, I got to go back because it's an older crowd and it's more mature. And it's well, not nobody. How long ago nobody, was how long ago was that? Early thirties, son. That was about, about 30, 31. So that was about oh, that crowd. That that's that. It's a whole different place. The man, they done sold that place. It's a new management. You know, they oh. it's, a, it's a whole another. It's a younger atmosphere in there now. That's why uh-huh. I, haven't, I haven't been back in there for a good while. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, since they since they changed management. So yeah. Well, that's the reason why I wanted to go back because it was an older crowd, and it was just. Nobody being hyper and yelling. It was just a seduced time <laughs> where you just sat back and you just 
you kicked it and you but you had the older ones they didn't try to browbeat you because you didn't have this or have that they told you how to go get it and right. they, they they dropped the knowledge on you on how to do it it's not all gonna come at once and it didn't matter if it was finances if it was love they let you know from experience how things was gonna be right yeah so but uh, hey excellence overload coming soon i'm just gonna say that we're gonna put that out there all my cigar smokers all my sippers we're gonna figure out a way to get everybody together and be safe and have this conversation because i know for a fact that conversation could last a couple hours so we can get about three four shows out of that so oh yeah no doubt no doubt now on to the next topic this one right here i think this is what james is alluding to with impact wrestling earlier the plane ride from hell dark side of the ring react uh <laughs> Woo, for those not familiar, James, please let them know about the plane ride from hell. Okay, so it was actually a rumor at once, but then it turned into as an actual thing. That and stories from the people that were actually on the plane, from people who were told about the stories. I mean, you know, this per you know, well, how do they say uh telephone, telegraph, telewrestler? You know that type of thing. So you know how you know how a story goes from one person it changes once it gets to the next person it changes once it gets to the next person and so on, right? Well, I heard it different though. I heard if you want to um, what's the four way the three ways of communication: telephone, telegraph, and tell a woman. But uh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where they got my version from. But go ahead. Yeah, okay, that's what's up. But um, okay, so. Around the time when Vince McMahon bought out ECW and WCW, they were go they went on a European tour. It's like a four-day European tour. And they were on their way back and they had chartered this huge plane private. And it had one flight, it had like a few, it had about two or three flight attendants, the pilots, and it was a bunch of wrestlers on there that included Ric Flair. Um Ric Flair, Kurt, Kurt Henning, Brock Lesnar, Scott Hall, uh, Just Incredible, who was, uh, uh, I think he was still Just Incredible when he got to uh, WWE, um, and a bunch of other wrestlers. I think Terry, Terry Runnell said she was on the plane, you know, but um, all kinds of shit happened on this damn plane. You know, uh, Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle got into a play fight. You know, from Kurt Ang from Kurt Hennig trying to, you know, do a rib on Brock Lesnar. Um, apparently, uh, Scott Hall had been um, H bombed, or had been somebody had put Halcyon in his um, drink and knocked him out. Yeah, RVD was on there. Dustin Rhodes was on there as Goldust, um, and and uh, he'd been knocked out. They thought he was dead at one time. By the time they landed the plane. He was he was drugged up so bad. Um, uh, Michael Hayes got his uh, ponytail cut off while it, after he got knocked out. <laughs> so, it was all kinds of stuff happened. Uh, Ric Flair did his usual walking around the plane with, with only his robe on and nothing else, you know, doing his little helicopter thing with his thing. But um, on the dark side of the ring, they they went into this and they went into detail about all the stories. They had Jim Ross 
and a whole bunch of guys, folks who was on the plane, along with the flight attendant who ended up being in a lawsuit against the WWE for what happened to her on that plane. Now, what I was alluding to earlier is Tommy Dreamer was on this documentary. And he expressed some of his own views and opinions about what happened, especially when it came to Ric Flair and the accusation that he back, he backed up this flight attendant that was on the documentary into the galley and made her grab his junk and was talking to her all kinds of ways like he was going to do something to her, but you know, he it nothing really happened. She even said, I don't think he was trying to rape me, but I was violated. So he was saying all kinds of things, backing up Ric Flair. You know, you know, I've known Ric Flair and I've traveled with him. He would never, you know, force himself upon people and all this and that. Impact Wrestling suspended him for his views on that documentary. Now suspended indefinitely. 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 Right. Now in watching it, and I watched it twice. I watched it when it came on. I watched it earlier today just because I knew we were gonna be talking about it. I wanted to make sure I heard Tommy Dreamer and what he said and how he said it. Now, my beef is yes, he expressed his opinion about Ric Flair and everything that happened. But you also had Rob Van Dam who was putting out some similar vibes, not necessarily backing up anybody or making excuses for anybody, but he was just like, you know, this is just the thing that the boys do. You know, this back then, you know, these are things that the boys did. You know, boys will the boys will be the boys, as they say. Now, there could be no repercussions to RVD because he's not affiliated with anybody. But they pretty much me too. <laughs> Tommy Dreamer. Pretty much. You know, I mean, now, here's my thing, and here's my question. Would they have done that? Would they have suspended Tommy Dreamer had they not had this relationship with AEW? No. What's up, fellas? What's, What's up, happening? man? You ain't just in time. No, no Uso Penitentiary. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so we're talking, as you can see, we're talking about the plane ride from hell. Okay? I just went over what was happening and what, what it was about for anybody who wasn't familiar. So now and, I'm that Me Too plane ride. Yeah, exactly. That's, the, that's exactly what I said. It's uh, he, uh, Tommy Dreamer just got me too. 
But my question was, as you were coming on, would Impact have suspended Tommy Dreamer if they hadn't had this relationship with AEW? Ben and Perry say yes. I say no. I too say no. What what you talk about like in this moment, or are you talking about five years ago? No, I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about the suspension okay. for of Tommy Dreamer. Well, like being, that, being that being that being that AEW when the when the when A when Me Too and Speaking Out came out, AEW did that thing with uh Sammy Guevara. And uh, and a whole bunch of other guys who they wound up either letting go or suspending or putting in, you know. Okay, so yeah, they did. Fi- they did fire Joey Ryan during speaking out. They did. Well, it, we're in the era of the the CYA and and you know we like we talked about the cancel culture and Me Too and all that stuff. And you know once you start crossing uh, certain conversational lines. They're just going to err on the side of caution and protect the business because nobody wants to deal with it. Period. So they, they just they they would yeah get rid of him just because you want to distance yourself as far away from what he said as possible. Uh, and then I'm surprised they're not distancing you know RVD and and some of the other ones that well even Jim Ross were just having a being part of that episode. I'm surprised. Speaking of AEW and all that, how many people were in it that was like, I wouldn't even want to have that brought up. The moment they would have said, yeah, we want to do a video. Nope. You don't see, you ain't see Scott Hall in it. <laughs> yeah, because he was in a bad, he, they showed him in a bad light. Yeah. You didn't see Rob Flutter in it either. Jim Ross got, was uh, in a bad light. Everybody. Yeah, of course, but, 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 but Jim Ross was like, you know, if I don't ever have to fucking talk about this again, I won't be mad. Five years he's, ago. He's, Five years ago, it was a running joke that, yeah, you know how Flair is, man. We could tell you some stories. And that's one of the things they're talking about, and everybody chuckles. They're like, yeah, that's just Nate. But know? that's not the first time he's done that, though. <laughs> he I was know, known for doing that time. prior to the plane ride from hell. At the same time, those those conversations, even as Hall of Fame inductions and all that, that he was revered, you know, to an extent that, you know, Nate was just a man and he was doing his thing, and that's just what Flair does. You know, that's what the boys do, how they rib each other when they were talking about um, Mr. Perfect. And shoot, we didn't even got to the point about, you know, people pooping in and gear bags and stuff like that to rib people or locking their bags up with um, uh, before they have to go out with, uh, uh, you know, bolt um, lock and key and all that stuff. You know, the, the ribbing was ridiculous back in the day before, you know, I guess uh, the, the back changed a little bit so let, well, let me let me ask this question what for you guys and this is i guess you know we'll, we'll skirt the line of anything what um <laughs> what up what Tommy dreamer say that offended you or you think that would have been offensive well he didn't offend me I mean, all he was doing was or telling the story. Thought, that she thought would be offensive because I, I watched it, so I have a fresh perspective on it. And for me, he didn't cross any Me Too lines. I didn't think so. To me, I didn't now, think so. Him mm. saying Nate does what Nate does is the same thing that people have been saying for 
years. And you know, that's RBD, the problem. Wasn't RBD the one that said, no, no, it was Tommy Dream. I think the only thing was like, hey, you know, nature was maybe a little more well-endowed, yeah. swinging around like a helicopter, but that's what everybody has said in those stories. But but that's the problem, okay? Already on the hills of speaking out, okay? Already on the hills of when you're already on the hills of speaking out, okay, this is still a sensitive, you know, this is going to be a sensitive subject, okay? And the the story the of the whole Green world is sensitive. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, they should have never been, they should have never been a part of the show. Period. But, Anybody on that plane is bound under everything from Vince McMahon, Linda McMahon, Stephanie was on the plane. Everybody is well, all comparable. And actually, it's funny because I just saw, uh, you know, I just saw an article today where, you know, they, you know, there are a couple of people that already say they're they're denying that Vince and Linda were even on the plane. OK, oh, but even but, even but look, even besides that, <laughs> he was he, on that plane. Yeah, I believe he's on the plane, too. But and that look, plane ain't that big. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That curtain was thin. They know what, yeah. what sounds you can't come on now. Yeah. But even even besides that, OK. Like I said, the, the 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 story of the plane ride from hell is not a new story. Okay, the new twist, the new twist in these, you know, in what the dark side of the ring brought out was, was bringing out the other side, was showing, you know, was was uh, you know showing the uh, you know the flight attendant talking about it okay right. that's where the bad that's where the bad that's what made the whole thing damning where's the nda at where's the nda because we only saw the one flight attendant out of all the ones that was on the plane where's the nda I, I, well I, she's I, the one that had the most happen to her the only exactly that is she's the one that had the most happen to her the one that actually that. did the suing the one that actually brought up the the the, the uh, case she had some things happen to her, but according to the flight attendant, it wasn't as much as that happened to her. Even, even still, we know how WWE is, and we know how big business is. When you cut a sizable check, you sign a piece of paper that says you don't talk about said situation for X amount of time and or ever. Yeah. So is this one of those oversights that somebody screwed up? Or well, does she just violate that NDA? And, but it doesn't. Def I'll say this: it NDA or no NDA, it still doesn't defend what happened. I'm not defending it, but okay. I'm just curious yeah. how are we having this conversation if legally she can't, if that's there. Uh, it, 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 for her, I'll say this: for her to be talking about, for her to be talking about it 20 years later, uh, <laughs> for her to be talking about it 20 years later, somewhere there. Yeah, somewhere there. Mean Okay. I mean that was that was what that was what Tommy Dreamer was saying. She was like, if it if it was so bad, why did she take the payoff? Why did she just take the take the court take, take it all the way to through the court and get the fullest extent of the law taken care of? And look how insensitive. Why did she take the payoff? But look at how. But at the same with, uh, time, twenty years later, look how insensitive that sounds. Basically, she got she got the Cosby. That's really what it comes down to, because I mean, it, this is almost parallel, except you know, Bill is richer. 
Uh, I'm not saying innocent or, or guilty but for the Cosby thing, but I'm just pointing out there that Hollywood at that time, a Quaalude, Studio 66, that's just what they did. The casting couch started with whomever at whatever age. That's just what was happening. Now, there's a difference between I'm going to slip you a roofie, you don't know what's going on, and there you go, and hey, everybody's taking quaaludes. You want one? Okay. That's kind of, you know. But see, they brought that they brought that up too, but it wasn't quaaludes in this instance. It was house. Yeah, yeah, they, they talked about that for the, the Scott Hall. But I said, my thing is they should have, nobody in that video, I guess the only one that kind of would have a little bit of plausible deniability would be RVD. Yep. But everybody else should not have been in because this is damning for Jim Ross. He said it. I'm in charge of that. Yeah. So you have to take ownership for Nate. You have to take ownership for X Pac. You have and he to does. take ownership yeah. for Brock. He does. For everybody. <laughs> you know, he that's does. all under you. So and I mean, the first person that should be out or oust is Jim Ross. And, and actually, think about it. At that time, the only two that suffered, well, the only two from the company that uh, suffered any repercussions from that was Scott Hall and Kurt Henning. Those were the two that lost their jobs. Yeah. Okay. No, more more so, Kurt got the. Oh, yeah. The, I forgot. Yeah. yeah. But Paul those needed it. Those are the ones that lost their jobs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, at that time, okay. Uh, Rick didn't, you know, Rick. Rick definitely didn't get any repercussions. He was already, he was, already, he was already a made man. Right. Yeah, and he had too much dirt on everybody else. If, yeah. if Rick testified, he would, he would take down everybody. Yeah. If, if Me Too was back then, Flair would open his mouth and WWE mm -hmm. would be shut down. WCW would be shut down. NWA would be shut down. And <laughs> Brock and Brock, yeah. Brock was on his way to becoming a made man. So nothing was going to happen to him. Guess who wasn't on that flight? <laughs> John Cena. <laughs> like, no, this was pre. Was on that this flight. was pre. John Cena, wasn't it? No, John, John, John Cena's John Cena's ass was in Ohio Valley at that yeah, time. Yeah, he was in Ohio so Valley. Was, I just, just wanted to throw out a Cena he, joke. This, he was still a prototype when all this was happening. Yeah, mm -hmm. I just wanted to throw out a Cena joke for KG. He's looking kind of quiet over there. I, I just wanted to get some Cenaism. No, I'm I'm quiet. Number no, one, I'm quiet. quiet. I mean, it's, no, it's, no. A, it's, it's, it's best that I stay quiet because here's my thing. All of this is all of this came out. Um, and I agree with what Ben said. Dark Side of the Ring does a great job on everything that they do. Those guys go in depth and they don't leave no stone unturned. And what you see on TV is not compared to what they put on YouTube. That's behind the scenes. They couldn't put on. Mm -hmm. They do a great job. But now the plane ride from hell. Trust and believe in the next week or two. If possible, somebody's going down for that. Because if they can get Cosby 40 years after, you can get, well, I mean, R. Kelly was no secret. We knew what R. Kelly was doing when it was going on, but nobody said anything. Everybody just yeah, let it go. His whole catalog tells about what he's doing. Pretty much. They want to go there, too. Well, the only, the, only the, only, the, only, the only one that would actually, that was on the show that would actually get any repercussions at this point, because they've already got Tommy, is Jim Ross? But no, I don't think they're going to do anything to Jim no, Ross. No, 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 no. I'm not talking oh, about can, being suspended. Jim Ross off TV. I'm not, 
No, no. Jim Ross is about to go off TV anyway. I don't think they'll touch him. Uh, yeah, if, same here. Same here. Uh, if this I, picks I, up steam, Tony Condo want that negative. Yeah, I'm telling but you right Jim now, Ross not going to Jim Ross now is what Flair was then. He's a made man. And, but yeah, but, but shut down made men. No, but the repercussions aren't going to look. I'm sorry. At this point right now, repercussions are not going to hit. Uh, you know, you know, hit Jim Ross like that. Especially, you know, especially, you know, especially with as uh, you know, as with as upfront and apologetic as he was. Right. Nice, okay. What right. it's going to yo, what it's going to affect is not seeing not seeing uh, Flair by Andrade's side in AEW. But if, that's what, if, uh, you know, women Twitter, if women Twitter and women Facebook push the envelope, oh, Jim Ross will get hit. It, Plus, it, I mean, Tommy Dream, it, Tommy, the, the Tommy Dream was, was a, a, was a preemptive fruit. strike anyway. Yeah. I mean, nothing, nothing, nothing is coming out negatively from anybody. Well, oh, sorry, I disagree about Tommy not uh, Tommy and be, being low hanging fruit. No, okay, no, Tommy, Tommy was the one who was up there sounding insensitive. Okay, he was sounding insensitive to the whole thing. Jim Ross seen apologized mm -hmm. too, and he in jail. He, he he was crying, bawling. I'm so sorry. And he went straight to jail. Now he's all on death's door. What if, they want to get, if they want to get Jim Ross and women go behind it, the optics you shut that down from a corporate standpoint. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Watch it not happen. I'm saying when Jim Jim's well, whether or not it happens, I'm saying the possibility that the counteract what James was saying is there. If if that button is pushed and it's going to affect the pockets of AEW, oh, they'll pull Jim Ross. Yeah, but, or yeah, but it's, not gonna happen. it's not going to happen. Like it's, it's not going to happen. But if, if, if Rick Flair, if, yeah, the possibility Rick is there. there. I give you the possibility of being there, but it's not going to happen. Yeah. Remember, yeah. remember, yeah. think about, about, think about this now. Think about this. Tommy, the suspension of Tommy Dreamer, like I said earlier, was a preemptive strike. The I show just came out Thursday. You've heard nothing negative from anybody and about order, that show. In order for it to be a preemptive strike, James, the preemptive is the precursor to the major strike. So who's the major strike going against? The major strike is going against do nothing. Who's getting they, that? They just they just did that to keep so they can say, okay, we saw the show. We we took care of Tommy. You know we're not gonna we're not you're not gonna be able to say that we're insensitive to what we saw on the show. He was low hanging fruit collateral damage. No, but he was just like, no. I don't think he was low hanging fruit. Hold on, I wouldn't call him low hanging fruit. Hold on, where Perry go? We lost Perry. I got I, I get him back, but this this is what I'm saying. I'm not talking about being disciplined by a federation or organization. I'm talking about legally. Legally. Well, that's a whole different that's a whole different that, category. That's, that's, that's what legally, I'm talking about. Legally? legally. I'm talking about somebody's gonna get caught up. Because like I just said, that goes back to the NBA. But who would who would who would who would who would catch him up? I mean they've already had a well, trial and they got and, and two flight attendants got paid off. The, bike, the, the the company, the, the airline company, 
was trying to keep it under wraps. Mm -hmm. They told okay. the girl, they said, they, they told her, said, look, we understand what happened. You know, we and we apologize to you for what happened. We feel sorry for you, but we deal with professional sports teams. We deal with professional athletes. They do things on these planes all the time. We have to keep some type of confidentiality for them in order to keep their business. So we don't want y'all saying nothing. So well, for probably, them to go to court on the, about yeah. this, when they probably ended up getting fired for that. Yeah, at some point, probably in their contract when they signed it in the fine print. But that's fine. But statute of limitations for something like this, statute of limitations for sexual assault, is very very long. And we're only talking twenty years. They got Cosby for something back in the seventies, mm -hmm. and they got him for something. It doesn't matter what the woman looked like, and I'm like, okay, this is Bill Cosby. Come on now. But and everything that they that she came out and said, it was a head scratcher. But he still wound up serving time. Well, but, 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 but look at but look at that case compared to this one. In his in Bill Cosby's case, somebody came out and said something. And somebody's gonna come and out and say up. something now. Who else That's is there to come out and say anything? Whoever was on the plane, one of those females, one of those violated females. There, were three, there were three flight attendants on that plane. Paid Two or not, gonna say off. something. Then that one the that didn't one, get paid the off. The third one stayed in the galley and never came out into the into the cabin. So she, so they so she didn't she didn't have any repercussions on her for that. The pilot came out only but only during the Brock Lesnar and Kurt Kenny little fight that they had the play fight they had. So who else is going to come out on that? Somebody's going to come out. It always this is the way it always happens. You think something swept under the rug is buried, and you know it's in that little box with um. With, with with Marcus's mom's titties and and everything else they put in the box on 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 on, on um on, on bad boys and you know Marcus's mom's yeah what it was Marcus yeah Marcus's mom's what the hell did I just walk into? <laughs> you talking about bad well? You all that shit in a box? Wow! You, you think it's about bad well's mom? No, I'm you, and bad boys uh too. No, that was, oh, you know, that well, point oh, too, that he was Marcus. like, oh, okay, yeah, okay. he was like, don't bring up my mom's titties again. <laughs> That's where it's at. But guess what? It all comes back in the end. This is a, this is a, a generation of, hey, is that you? So is this you? You know, is. they would dig up the dude from Jeopardy got fired for a daggone comment he made on a podcast eight years ago. Eight years well, ago, for a podcast, a podcast. lost the Oscar thing. Well, he, he bowed out on it. So that means that the stuff that y'all said, like how many episodes? Five hundred episodes, maybe what? hundred episodes ago, is going to come back to bite us. Good job, guys. It's not going to come back to bite us. I'm not worried about it because I, I make Good no job. apologies for anything that I say. Good job. All of me too, and y'all did. Good job. No, that was you always calling out me too. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> it's go. It always comes back, and it always bites you in your ass. This like, right let, me see, let me see if I can get me too for my shirt. No, nobody cares. Tokyo pimps. <laughs> okay. That's it. We need to find out. And somebody needs Use to your real time high. She won his first G, G1 match today. So, yeah, that's why I'm wearing it. Nice. Bullet Club. If, uh, if she violated the NBA, then that's going to be an interesting thing because once she spent or her husband spent that uh, first penny, 
You can't no, come that back money been that. spent. That money is gone. That money been gone. That. And be like, oh, but hold on, hold on. I want to tell my story now. Uh, you shouldn't have it, took the money. It happens all the time. You sign in, but I got a feeling. I got a feeling. As thorough as those guys are with Dark Side of the Ring, I think they, I think they uh, made sure that the NDA wasn't gonna hit, hit bite them in the ass. Here's the thing, James. Um, those guys may be thorough, but you're talking three shades of billion dollar lawyer teams now: WWE's, Fox, USA. I don't, I don't. Three of them. Somebody gonna find an issue. And lock that down. Guess because what? That's not gonna stop a tell-all book. This will mess up the uh, the USA. And plus, money. they've been telling this and story since it happened. Going, exactly. And it's definitely gonna mess up that whole money. Comment, commentaries, mm-hmm. all the YouTube videos or shoot videos that they've been talking about. All the wrestlers have been talking about this. Even the ones that wasn't even on the plane have talked about this and, and like shoot videos all over YouTube. Well, I agree. It and just now me. became the plane ride from hell. Before it was just one of those things that happened. No, Man, no, was, it was, was always the plane ride from hell. It was always the plane ride from hell. That was exactly. that was what they called it after it happened. But it was it was always steeped in folklore. It wasn't nothing. Right. It was always it, a it, it was steeped in folklore. It, right. it was it was a tall tale until it just became real. Well, guess what? You know what just happened? Everybody's liable. NDA or not, tell all books, lawsuits, everything can come out now because none. What's the statute of limitations on the NDA? Well, it depends on the NDA. It depends on the contract. If, they, if this contract says to perpetuity, then yeah, you can never talk about it. Then if it doesn't, and, here and we go. And let's not act like legal didn't already know about this before it aired. Okay. That is true. Right. right. Let's act like even right. legal didn't already know about this before it before we, it aired. That show okay. came out. That show came out Thursday. Today's mm-hmm. Saturday. Mm-hmm. They knew about the show because they announced that they were going to do a show on the plane ride from hell when the season started mm-hmm. back in March. And this was taken so they knew year. about the show that was yeah. going to happen. Legal knew I mean, about that, this last. They're going to air it yeah. because you know controversy creates cash. But no, because if, 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 if somebody sent them a letter saying don't air it. They wasn't gonna air it, but then if they had a ground to stand on for them to opposite. not air, air it, which don't they, air it. Which they did. What you mean, don't air it? Then they'll put a little disclaimer up there. We got a call from such and such as lawyer team saying, "Don't air this," and then the show starts. But so then wait. you look like okay, now we're saying don't air it because of admission of guilt, and you got a whole other bag of worms you got to deal with. But didn't they have an episode like that before where they couldn't air? It was an episode, I think it was either season one or season two. They couldn't air the episode because of legal. No, but no, that was, no. They've had plenty of individuals. They weren't on a company level. But they've had, but they've had plenty of, they've, they've had plenty of episodes that did not paint the, did not paint the head of the WWE in a good light. Okay, from the Snooker episode. Okay, from the you know from the snook, snooker episode uh, to you know to the you know to the to the Montreal screw job. Okay, there even the Dino Bravo one. There have been plenty of episodes where where Vince McMahon does not come off you know does not come off on uh, you know in a good light. All right, yeah, and the drug trial is coming. And, yep, and the drug trial the drug the, the drug, drug trial, trial is coming. coming. 
Okay. Yeah. They all legal already, you know, legal within that company already knows about what's going, you know, about what's going to be there. Okay. Yeah. Or, or have an idea of what's going to, you know, going, going to be there. All right. But we're on I a mean, different track. You know, that stuff is all well and good. That's his business. If you don't like his business practices, that, you know, that, that's on one side of the coin. That's something you can argue back and forth. Once you start going into the sexual assault stuff, we on that law and order page now. Or what about the possibility of what about the possibility of allegedly, you know, paying, you know, paying off somebody in a sheriff's office to make sure one of your one of your biggest wrestlers doesn't get doesn't get charged for murder. OK, I mean, either way, we already know about this. OK, we already know. about Well, and you know what? Yeah, y'all bring up a term. Made man. No, no, made man. Yeah. And the only way you can take down a made man, you gotta have a okay from the Don to take out a made man. Cause you see what happened to Tommy when he killed uh Billy Bats, right? <laughs> they put nine in his head so his mama couldn't have an open casket. You don't take I get it that Flair's a made man. Flair's not even a made man, Flair's a Don. If you wanna you wanna put it in those terms, Flair's a Don in this business. Flair can do whatever he wants. He can go to any promotion and sell out. He's a don. Can I toss this? Can I toss this your way though? Go ahead. Okay. Uh, granted, this you know, granted the story was, or the story is that Flair asked for his release and got it. But isn't it kind of a coincidence that he asked for his release and got it? Um, and then this episode aired. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, um, you know, asked for his, uh, yeah, asked for his release. What five, six weeks ago? Mm-hmm. And this, uh, and this episode, and, you know, in this episode comes out. <laughs> Sometimes you got to play chess mm-hmm. instead of checkers. Mm-hmm. No, that's, still, that goes back to that Larry Zabisco right there. No, but then when you playing chess, you got to play that, that 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 chess that we talk about all the time. That like Bill Walsh and the greats always play this chess where it's on four different tiers, all diagonal, and you're playing four different games of chess where everybody else is trying to keep up with one. That's now what that is. Play that Star Wars mess. That's what you need to play at this point. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. Many times I watch that damn movie, I'm like, I don't know, Chewie. I don't know what the mm-hmm. hell your next move is. It's still a hot mess. Just do something. Make them little things walk around or something. Well, all right. Final thoughts on the plane ride from hell reaction. Um, because we got to move on. We got two more segments to do because we got to get out of here. Can't My run long. Like- is, did they get free uh free baggage checks? It's like Southwest where you get two. Is that no? Just curious. Just curious. It was a I mean, private plane. <laughs> it was a private plane. No, no, no. Look, they gave they gave away the status of that plane when they said that they were sitting on the tarmac for seven hours and they replenished the liquor three times. Yeah, three times. Yeah. And not the airplane bottles. No, 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 no. The fifths. <laughs> Think about how much they have. They're replenishing play. fifths and getting and, rid of them bottles. And, I mean, and, you had and what? You had what twelve, maybe twelve, maybe fifteen people on that plane. Yep. And, and in a normal ride for that company, they don't go through a cart. They don't oh, yeah. go through a whole cart, and they went through. Three the flight attendant even said, "I've yeah. never seen, I've never been on a flight where a plane went through one cart." Mm-hmm. 
And that's with the airplane bottles. They went through three with fifths of liquor. No, four, because they had the one that was already on there. No, as you said, they went back, they went back twice. They had one, and then they went they back. They had one, times. and they went back twice. So it was three times. You sure three, was three, three, three times. full carts of liquor. Three. It was three. It was three. <laughs> but, I mean, you do have a horseman on board. But, uh, KG, you could go ahead and give us your last thoughts. But before that, just to throw out there, speaking of Dons, where was the other Don at that nobody is, uh, not me, but, um, you know, that nobody's talking about? Where was your boy Taker? Taker wasn't on that tour. Mm-hmm. That was Insurrection 2002. That was the last event that WWE performed on the European at the WWE. Tour, but he was on, he, was, he wasn't on that flight going back. Okay. But I, say, I know he was part he wound, of the tour. I think he was on like the second or third day of that tour and he wound up going back on his own. Okay. He wasn't on that flight. I, say, I know he was out there because I remember uh, in the magazine seeing the pictures of him out there on it because I think I got it downstairs uh, in the basement. But like, was he not on the flight? No, he wasn't on that. He wasn't on that flight because that was that was the final flight after the tour was over. They were headed okay, back yeah. home. He may have dipped and got the uh, got the Learjet. But KG, you know, you know for up. years he's been happy that he was never on that flight. Right. Yeah. Right. But if he was on that flight, I guarantee you a lot of that stuff wouldn't have happened. Because right. he's not that tight. Yeah, none of that stuff would have happened. They wouldn't have trashed <laughs> that plane like they did. No, he's not that tight. And you know, it uh he has his own his crew with him, uh the Godfather, Yokozuna. Uh who else is um I can't think of every I think it was uh Savio Vega. I can't think of everybody that's with it. I think it's called BSK, the back the yeah. they, they say the Bone Street crew. But it was actually it's actually the back seat crew because they started out and the all of them were sitting in the back of a bus when they, the bus whenever they were on tour. Yeah, D'Lo, Godfather, Savio, Savio Vega, Yoko, Taker. Um, I think the God ones Paul were in Tom, there. Uh, Nash Hall. And what, what, the thing is, the when they got there. together, you never had, and they weren't hard partying like that. They was just sit back and chill. You know the Godfather he, sit back funny. and light up a he, he light up a hell and you know he good but everybody was cool that wouldn't have happened if the Undertaker was on there but my final thoughts on this because we got to move on my final thoughts watch the news because this is going to be not just sports entertainment news this is going to be news news because a lot of people are coming out not knowing about this I never knew this happened and this and nothing we're in a, a a what what moms maybe call it we're in the atomic age. Mm. You know, everybody else is in what has happened. We are in what's happening. You dig what I'm saying? Twitter, Facebook, uh, 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 social media, period, is going to dig and dissect into this. Wrestling Twitter is going to dig and dissect into this. It's going to be an outcry. I swear, something's going to happen, and it's not going to be what you think it is. Oh, imagine if social media was around when when that happened. Ooh. Man. Oh my God! Somebody on that plane would have would have been putting shit out. Well, exactly. there have been there have been issues before the plane. <clears throat> they wouldn't even we wouldn't be talking about the plane. We'd be talking about the years leading up to the plane if social media existed. Yeah, because oh, no. just, just, just like um, just like the uh, the flight the flight with um the flight with um who was it Arn Anderson and um Arn and said. Arn and Sid Vicious, when they got in that fight and they were stabbing mm-hmm. each other with scissors. Yep. I thought that was in the hotel. That was in the I hotel. thought they, they stabbed no, in the hotel. Yeah, no, that was in the hotel. That was, a, that that was, was in the hotel. hotel. That was on a plane, too. No, that was in a hotel overseas. 
They just ain't had nothing else to do. Maybe if they was on, if the social media did exist, they probably would have been on TikTok. So, you know, they'd have been a little bit more entertained. Mm. Well, for everybody on that plane, who would have had the camera? Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, you, you mean who would be yelling world star? Yeah, who would be yelling world star <laughs> on that flight? On the, on the plane ride from hell, who would be who would be the one talking about Xbox all day? World yep, star! Yep, that would have been Waltman. Yeah, that's that feels like something would do. That feels like something Walton would do. That fool. All right. All right KG, take, us, take to the next ticker. Next one. NXT 2.0 reaction. That's mm. uh, I know Ben was happy about NXT 2.0 because uh, Chomp is the new champ. I mm. like the way that sounds. Uh, what has it been? 600 days since he's been champ? Or was it something 900? Like that, yeah. it, it was no, a long time since he's been it's his Goldie been been Y'all just it's get been by. Been, the, it's been right the, around three years. The so, graphics yeah. and, the, and the new arena setup and all that stuff. The first I thing you go to is the the ending of the show. I can do without. It. I'm I'm reading your notes. What about? I didn't start with. Uh, another, I mean, yeah, I said Chomp is the new champ, but actually, <laughs> I talked about Braun Brecker first. Okay, Braun Brecker and the wedding. Uh, you know, reaction to NXT 2.0. You guys take it away. James, Perry. Well, well, go ahead, Perry. You're the guest. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, it, wait, wait, it, wait, 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 hold on, wait, wait. Don't ever call Perry a guest, Perry. You are at home here. Take your. Well, shoes you know off. what? You know what? This is his third time. They say once you come your third time, <laughs> you you you're not a guest anymore. So yeah, welcome welcome home. You got some dishes to wash, my <laughs> oh, Take bro, your shoes off and get comfortable. <laughs> You got to take the trash out. You got to wash the dishes, and uh, we'll figure out something else for you to do before you leave. Yeah, damn, look, 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 look. Per- perfectly fine as long as there ain't no dogs. I gotta, you know, take care. <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. This show took me back to Florida Championship Wrestling. It did. Okay. Actually, um, it took me back to WCW Thunder, but go ahead. Yeah, no, 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 it took me back to Florida Championship Wrestling, and I'm, you know, and I'm talking about the precursor to NXT. That's what it looked like. Which is okay. why, not to cut you off, but which mm-hmm. is why I don't understand why they call it 2.0. This should be 3.0. It shouldn't even be 3.0. It should just, it, it, to me, it was a throwback. Okay, it was a throwback. It was a throw. And I'm not talking about the, and I'm really not talking about the. The you know the the looks the graphics, the in ring and the direction. Okay, right. Uh, I mean bl- the black and gold the black and gold brand that Triple H has put together over the past six and seven years was a super indie. Okay, it was a uh, it was a throwback to the territorial days okay uh you know it was you know it was you know it was a uh you know it was a lot of experience and a lot of you know a lot of top guys from the indies okay uh outside of the top outside of the experienced guys that you knew that was going to that was going to be on the show the main focus was on the new guys 
And yes, that's, how, that's why it gave me that old FC, that old Florida Championship wrestling thing. Okay. I mean, I'm sorry, Braun Breaker. All right. And I don't even want to get into the travesty on why, uh, on why, Bro- on why uh, Brock isn't, you know, Brock, Brock is not being referred to as Rex Steiner. Rex Steiner is perfect. Okay. But, you know, according, you know, according to, you know, according to some of the reports that are coming out uh, that they don't want to play up to play up to his uh, Steiner heritage. Okay. Uh, which when they is, put him in a singlet like his like his daddy and his uncle. Exactly. Uh, which you know, which is you know, which is some total WWE shit. Okay. Right. For them not to play, you know, for them for them to have this new guy and not play up to it. Okay. Uh, it's gonna take a minute. All right. But what I know, but I, what I know from what I've seen from the first, you know, from the, from the first episode. All right. The the black and gold that I fell in love with, oh, that's gone. That's gone. Way gone. And it's, and it's gone. It's not coming. You know, it's gone. It's not. You know, it's not coming. Coming back. Uh, you know, w, you know, w, you know, you know, WWE and NXT is shifting toward is shifting towards or shifting back towards that uh, that mid to late uh, two thousand model uh, with them building their stars from strictly their developmental and that's and that show is going to be what it you know what it was supposed you know what it was what it was what it was always set to be in the first place before triple h had grander you know had, had a grand division which is to be a true developmental all right i just don't know if i just don't know how long how long i'm willing to stick around to see a developmental not on USA, for real. As long as they're able to keep it interesting, because like I said on the last show, I'll prob- I-, I said I was going to give it two shows mm-hmm. before I give my before I give it an opinion. I actually liked what I saw on the first show. Now, like you said, graphics and whatnot aside, you know, I don't, I'm not into the colors, all the the color scheme and all that, the logo, you know. Uh, I guess they're doing that to kind of, you know, like you said, kick the black and gold to the curb, which they definitely did. But um, the fact that they brought out Brock, Brock, Brock Brown Breaker, Brown Breaker, they brought him out. The other guy, what's his name? The one that looks like Kali's son. Uh, you, mean, <laughs> uh, you mean you mean uh, Von Wagner? Von Wagner, yeah. yeah that's, they, Matt, that's Matt Bloom's son. Right. Okay, that's Matt Bloom's son. Okay, Matt so Bloom's him. Uh, they actually brought out old girl from the hit from Hit Row. Had her wrestling finally, and put and put old girl um, with the um, Legada de Legada de mm-hmm. Oh yeah. They put they put them two together. Um, yeah, I mean, I like actually, the fact that they're bringing in the new folks. Actually, the guy that's t- the uh, the tag team that had Josh Briggs from uh, formerly of Evolve and then right. Brooks Jansen, and I and I I, I got to look it up real quick because Brooks Jansen is a, is a second generation wrestler. Yeah, they they, they pulled a yeah, lot. Yeah, a lot of the folks that they brought in lately are second or second generation. Yeah, a, lot, a, lot, a lot in there that they got to put out. 
Hey, did you see that? Hey, I don't know if you saw this kid, Malik Blade. I think he made his debut on 205 Live. Okay. Now that 205 Live is becoming like the other NXT show. Uh, he His real name is, uh, is John Dawkins. He's the son of uh, NBA legend Daryl Dawkins. Really? And he was trained, and he was uh, he was he was trained at the uh, Team 3D school uh, okay. by Devon Dudley. So he's Daryl Dawkins' son. And he's his in ring name is not Chocolate Thunder from the Planet Love Tron. I mean, what, what are you doing? No, nope, nope. well, Malik Malik Blade. So the big reasoning that I've been uh, seeing pop up a little bit more is that the WWE doesn't want to recognize, especially with as many people have went to AEW using the same name, um, which is theirs. Uh, they don't. They want to do homegrown talent with homegrown names, even though there's some garbage names, in my opinion. Ooh. But uh, <laughs> they, yeah, they want to get some of these names from so they, they, they Trick Williams. It. Trick Williams. Can I say it again? But, can I say it? And I, I, Don, I apologize. I apologize. And it, and if and if and if fact, KG, can you just big screen my face when, just real quick? <laughs> just real quick. Just big screen. Big screen. Oh, let me, let me, let me, yeah, let me put, get... put him on solo. <laughs> Trick Williams. <laughs> 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 now watch, we're gonna be laughing now, but if you go back, what was it? Gosh, maybe uh eight or nine years, maybe plus. I remember still vividly uh in the backstage segments, mm-hmm. you see, who the hell are you? My name is Dolph Ziggler. And they just pushed that over and over and over, like, but, oh my god, no, I don't care about your name no more. No, 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 no. Dolph Ziggler, I could work with Dolph well, Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler was a great name. Because it, it's a, a play name. on Dirk Diggler. I mean, exactly. come on. I know that, but great at the same time, I'm like, come on, man, Kenny, if you don't shut the hell up. <laughs> That's a great name. That's a great name then. Okay, because because you because you know where but it came from. The same thing. Trick Williams. Trick yeah. Williams. Trick Williams. It ain't tricking yeah. if you got it. It's going. It's going to go back. Next thing you know, everybody going to have um, occupations again. <laughs> No, God, don't be man. Coming. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I, I don't look. Don't do that. Back. Don't do that. I, look, look. I don't need to see. I don't need to see a wrestling, you know, HVAC dude. <laughs> you know, come on. Come on, man. Come on. Uh, uh, yeah, the meter maid. Watch. That's what oh, we're coming to the ring. Take on. Uh, take on uh, the, the for the women's championship. It's going to be the meter maid. Oh, it's coming. That, that's, that's all they know how to do. do okay. Okay. So I guess the consensus it sounds like is um, jury still out a hundred percent on the show. Well, they still uh, have some stuff they need to prove and work out uh, character wise. But you know, I guess we'll see what happens this week, especially since you know AEW is having their big day. So uh, hopefully WWE is doing things big. But also, I wonder since they're talking about putting all these rocket ships on people like Braun Brecker. Uh, these new NXT talents are going to be subject to the draft or not? Doubtful. Doubtful. Yeah, I doubt, develop, I doubt that. Developmental, once again. Deve- yeah. uh, developmental. Right. Okay. If Vince wants and, to do a little shaky-shaky, he may just say, yeah. fine, just bring this person up. We'll let him work it out. Uh, once again, if, if, if Vince has his hands on this now, 
and he's treating it like a true developmental, okay, then he would treat it like he treated Ohio Valley wrestling. Okay. Oh, yeah, but like he treated he ruthless aggression with John Cena out of nowhere who was, you know, not green, but you know, he, he's still and, a little exactly. He wasn't green. He wasn't green, and it wasn't out of nowhere. He had been in Ohio Valley for for uh, for for two, you know, for two to three years before he came up. Oh yeah, I agree with that. I mean, okay. the prototype is still yeah. my favorite version of Cena, and you can't oh, you tell you too. Oh my god. <laughs> we hold which, well, which prototype? Okay, though, him is the prototype in Ohio Valley, or that really, really green prototype no, no. when he no, was when he, when he when he was in uh, UPW no, in, no, no. Uh, in, in LA. Mm-mm. Yeah, Mm-mm. I couldn't stomach that. I'm sorry. I'm glad he he, he evolved. When, when pro, okay. prototype was a cyborg, yeah. <laughs> yeah, can't can't do that. Like, what the hell are you doing? Like, if it, if it was Vin Diesel doing, at least you would get the pop lock right. But no. That cyborg thing was <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing? But he came up with it on his own, though. That's, yeah. I mean, I'll say this: that when I first saw that, you know, before you know, before anyone really knew who John Cena was, mm-hmm. and when I saw that, uh, you know, inside the UPW uh, Wrestling School documentary, and I yeah. saw him, and he came, and he was like, "This is the gimmick I came up with." I'm sitting there, I'm like, "This guy's got a future." <laughs> yeah, I seen I him back this, then. Uh, that guy's got a future. Was a, a World of Wrestling magazine is where I first got uh, onto him, and they uh, did a little uh, article about some of the up and coming talent. And then I was like, "This guy, a prototype." But then they also featured, you know, Batista in there and all that stuff. I'm like, "Oh, you yeah. mean the you, you mean the demon? Yeah, the demon Leviathan. Yeah, Leviathan. Yeah, yeah, right, Leviathan. Go Leviathan, go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's still one hell of a class coming out of uh, OVW, though. I, I one of the best. Yeah, it was. Benjamin, Randy Orton. Yeah, never Charlie Haas. Charlie Haas. Mm-hmm. Yep. Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. No, let's, that was Charlie and Russ and Russ Haas. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, no, that was a, no, that was a great, great class. But at the same time, you gave that class an opportunity to sit down there and cook. That's yep. true. And the Midnight Rider says, new graphics suck, but Champ is great. Of course, he loves Chompa being the champ. So you try to get the Midnight Rider down there in NXT 2.0 so he can, you know, prove his chops. I wonder what I wonder what Chompa Sunday he was over here talking mad stuff going in on uh the Sunday rise. I don't know if you're gonna feel you know inflated again going into tomorrow, but you know, I'll I watch the whole how- show. I wonder, how I wonder how Chompa's contract is looking. I mean, since uh, I mean, since the word is that uh, Johnny Gargano, it. Johnny Gargano's contract is up on December on uh, in December. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Well, there's a few contracts up, but mm-hmm. yeah, because uh, Kevin Owens is up in January. Yeah, but uh, a lot of the uh, you know, there's there's some the reason why a lot of the some of these NXT contracts came, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, are coming up, you know, is because some of them, you know, the, when they were restructuring deals uh, last year during the pandemic, that, you know, some of the some of them passed on on getting those deals restructured. Then you mm-hmm. had cats, you had cats like Adam Cole, who when once the deal was up, decided to move on, and you just had, you know, you just had Pete Dunn, whose contract is up, who resigned a new contract. 
Okay, so I mean, you're gonna, you're probably gonna be, you know, with the older talent, you're probably gonna be seeing that go, you know, you know, go either way. I'm like I said, I'm curious on which ones are gonna decide to stay, and which ones are decide, you know, gonna decide decide to break. Oh, before we move off of this, can I bring up something? Remember, I, I think with with two y'all cats, man, we, I remember I had a conversation with y'all, and I said that, uh, you know, that uh, if I was writing it, uh, Carmelo Hayes. Would take that contract, and he would uh, he would uh, uh, challenge M- he would challenge MSK and pull up Odyssey Jones. Kind of felt that way this week, except it wasn't Odyssey; it was Trick Williams. <laughs> right. So yeah. either way, you're supposed to get paid for that, right? <laughs> okay. so, well, if you haven't been paying attention to this show, we don't get paid for nothing. Not a damn thing. They take out ideas and run with it. 24-7 uh, championship check. Mm. Definitely waiting for at least a high five for the Thunderdome. Mm. But, you know, mm. those things don't happen. And I know Becky breastfeeding while she at Raw. We ain't getting that check either. Shoot, we ain't even getting the milk for the cereal. But Wait, Lacey Evans could be doing the same thing. We ain't getting the check for that. Well, shoot, yeah. Pretty soon, daggone, um... Uh, the Garganos would be doing the same thing. We ain't getting that check. We putting stuff down, helping people out, man. We can't get none of that. Got that teach, going crazy. Teach you how to oh, breastfeed on the wrestling show. Look, look, look. Oh, oh, please. Look, in January, Johnny Gargano is going to walk into is is going to walk into Impact and challenge Josh Alexander for the uh, for the um, uh, for, uh, for the Impact World Title. And I hope so because you know not everybody needs to go to AEW. As, you know, as, I know there's a lot of AEW purists that that's a thing because okay. it's still young company, but they're like, everybody needs to go. No. Yeah. Notice I didn't go somewhere where he can flourish yeah. and no disrespect to AEW, but he needs to be somewhere else. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you know, I don't even want to get on my whole Bray Wyatt thing. I don't want to see him in <laughs> AEW. I don't want to see him in AEW. No. Yeah, right. we talked about that. Was yeah. that two weeks ago? Right. Yeah. Was that last week? I think it was last week. Last week, okay. I don't know. It all rubs together, you know. James was on his stuff last week, so I guess that's probably why I forgot. Well, we got we we got to wrap this up. Um, we got another segment, don't we? Was that it? Yes, yeah, yes. Last but not least. Let, 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 wait, wait. Let let me let, let let me be the drum major here. I got this. Oh my bad. Go ahead. Call him. Drive, drive, drive. I'm not used to it. I'm not used to I mean, it. It's, I mean, not, it's you, not Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I, Friday. I, I, know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm like the Conrad Thompson of the sideline drugs, but you put me in charge of this, and I got this one. I got okay. it. Go ahead. AEW Grand Slam predictions. Uh, <clears throat> now, looking at the notes, the People's Choice Don Rodriguez says, uh, pulling up my notes here, um, Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson. I'm my saying Danielson. Is, should uh, Omega put over? I believe this is non-title. So should he put over uh, DB? Yes, most or... definitely. Most definitely. Yeah, most definitely. If, if it's non-title, he should definitely get yeah. the win. Most definitely. Now, if, it, if it ends up becoming for the championship, what you're feeling in? Hmm. Omega. Yeah, Omega. Uh, I mean, really? the, se- the second the, you know the rematch will be for the championship, and yeah, right. Omega needs to win it. Okay. Yeah, but if yeah, but if you yeah, if you're going to do if you're going to give us uh, game if you're going to give us 
you know, the um, you know, the American Dragon versus the Cleaner this early, then yeah, yeah, Danielson needs to win it. Mm-hmm. What about uh, Soho versus Baker? Baker. Mm. No love, no love for uh, the Runaway. I'm gonna say Soho. James, I go Baker. Yeah, Dumb. Baker, Baker, and Screwjob ending. Okay, uh, one yeah. uh, still too early to take that belt off of off of off of. Oh wait, wait, wait! You meant for the title? I thought you meant non-title. Oh no, okay. this is for belt. Oh no, this for belt. No, 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 no. Give me, give me Baker for belt. No, it's too, it's too soon, too soon. So Megan Danielson could go either way still, but right now they've been talking non-title at least uh, their last face-to-face. So you know they could pull a swerve and you know this week. On a go home, be like, hey, this is what it's going to be. We'll, we'll find it out. You know, yeah. it could be something on darker elevation. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was like, they better not do that. They better not do that. You keep this non title. You keep this non title. Uh, I hope so. Because that way you can improve the story. And, and, yeah, you, you got to You got to You keep everybody strong and you got to, you, and you got a big, you got a bigger story moving forward uh, when mm-hmm. Danielson gets to win. Yep. Okay. And then uh, the other elephant in the room. Which, you know, is it kind of interesting because he just mentioned in a couple interviews how he really wanted to face him. CM Punk versus uh, Hobbs, Powerhouse Hobbs. Punk. Punk. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know that's a given. Punk is not going to lose. A, a punk is not going to lose anything anytime soon. But on a, They're going to figure out somebody that needs a rub real bad and they're going to mm-hmm. get there. That's when he'll that, that's when he'll take drop, make, do the job for somebody. But on the other side of the coin, what if it is, uh, you know, that interference win by Hobbs because of Ricky Starks? Because we haven't seen Punk and Ricky go face to face yet. So, you know, if it's that type of ending, but it's because of Starks, which gives us Starks versus Punk, that wouldn't be a bad path to take as well. Because Punk doesn't lose anything by losing, you know, as long as it's not clean. Uh Look, this is look this 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 is at Arthur Ashe. Everybody gonna go home happy, or could they? I thought the one thing's gonna be the main event. Yeah, it'll probably Every, be Danielson and uh, Omega. No, for you forgot you forgot that Hob that the Hobbs the Hobbs Punk match is on Rampage. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm, ramp- yeah. When I think about it, I'm thinking that they're still filming the whole thing in the same night. They are. They are. <laughs> they are. It's on so ramp- when you say go home happy, I'm thinking about you know yeah. on the same night versus anything. But it's still on the same show. night, so it's still. Yeah. It'd have been know. nice if they would have booked for. Well, I don't know. Wait a minute. I don't know because night. I don't know because isn't isn't um isn't Grand Slam a four hour show? No, it makes it sound like it. They're yeah, saying four hours of entertainment. No, it's two hours of dynamite, two hours of rampage. Exactly. Taped in the same night. Exactly. I heard four hours somewhere. I was like, they're gonna make they're gonna it's actually the make a four hour show. That, that's yeah. what I thought too, but it's the way that they're wording it um and they're advertising. Uh this week though, they finally explained it in the two separate parts. Because I'm like everywhere I was reading is like four hours. Like, man, that's gonna be serious. That's a long time if they're fil- filming a uh, rampage afterwards. Like they're doing a clash of the champions or some shit. What the fuck? Like what the heck? Yeah, is it WrestleMania? <laughs> like what are y'all doing? But no, it's it's two and two. They're pulling a chuck okay. Just two and two. Hey <laughs> mm. G. Yeah. Speak on this. 
What say you? Bring Jordan Grace over and let her demolish the whole woman's division, and I'm good. Really? And you wonder <laughs> why we know that you're still stalking her. Just that's not- all you got? James, I thought you were taking his women. He coming at it to me and leave me alone. Me and James, me, wait, me and James be getting along tonight. No, time out. Me and James be getting along tonight. Calm down from his initial segment, and now he just. You know why he's calmed down? You know why? Because I left him alone. I left the gate open. I let him roam his yard, and I left him alone. Stop right. Stop riling him up. I'm just, hey man, I'm, I'm just coming on the back end. No homo. (laughs) Yeah, clean that up. Oh, hey, Barry. Pause. I cleared it. I cleared it. I said it right where it was. Pause. Pause. I can't. I can't get me. Oh, he done froze. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. Who froze? Sometimes you good. You good. He froze. He was he was saying some dumb shit and he froze. No, that, ger- that gerbil is running his Wi-Fi. I knew he was about to say something stupid, so you know he kind of stopped for a minute. Now you offending a whole. Now you offending a whole group of people. You need to stop talking like that, James. We just had a what a, a hour discussion on you know stuff coming back. Now the gerbil is going to be mad because you saying they should be up somebody's behind. Oh, you know, no, nobody. Okay, you know what? KJ, get the wheel. Wrap that shit up, B. I just got here. We ain't wrapping it up yet. We still got like three points to talk about. We, 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 look here. This time it didn't rain. We didn't got, we didn't got it in. Perry didn't came home for a little bit. You know, he had the wash clothes. Can I sneak one thing in? Sneak one thing in. Sneak one thing in, okay? Shout out to comedian Ron Funches. Got his uh his debut tonight. Yeah, I, I, I still haven't watched that match. I yeah. saw the Canadian Destroyer, but I haven't just yeah. watched that match. Yeah, last night he made his in-ring debut at uh at uh, at GCW Highest uh, against Tony Deppen uh, with mm. uh, with comedian Paul Shear uh, as his uh as his uh, backup, and then Dan Housen showing up. Oh, <laughs> and one of the funniest scenes that you got to see it, you gotta go online and check it out. It's hilarious as hell, right? You know, you know, you know, Dan Houser, you know, Dan Houser is built for the whole, you know, tequila thing, right? So uh so uh Tony Deppin outside the ring, uh he he's flailing around, ass all out. Okay. Mm. I mean, you, you remember how Shawn Michaels, you know, used to do the moments, you know, where the trunks are all out, okay? Yep. Yeah, he was all out for like about a good five, ten minutes, right? Jeez. Okay. He's outside the ring, all right. And um <laughs> Ron Fudge is a Dan Housen on the ring apron and the music hits. And he start, you know, and and Dan he, he, used, he, he used the peewee dances as a part of his gimmick. Exactly, so, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and, he so Dan Housen kicks Tony Deppin. Uh, <laughs> Ron Funches kicks Tony Deppin, and they're hitting all the points with the Pee Wee dance, right? You know, with, with, you know, and then when they get to the to kill apart, they double super kick him in the face. Oh God! All right, they did it beautifully. Uh, uh, of course, the wrestler won the, the won the match the way it's supposed to be when there is an uh, there's a 
non-wrestling uh, wrestling uh, person as your opponent. Okay. Yeah, Tony Jay Deppen, Leno. <laughs> Jay Leno, uh, Lawrence Shaq. Taylor. Uh, <laughs> you know, oh. you know, you know. Uh, well, Shaq don't count. Shaq don't count because Shaq didn't get the pinfall. But anyway, what about Carl uh, Malone? Carl Malone, you know, y'all can't hang on Carl Carl Malone. He did uh, diamond cutter at least. Yeah, that's different because who who's on the other side of the ring? Dennis Rodman. Okay, either way. All right. Okay. What about uh, David Arquette? He became champion. And that was the death of Let's WCW. Not talk about hey, hey, hey. No, I, I, no. I, I, I had to skip. I had to skip the last episode of My World with Jeff Jarrett because the whole show was about David Arquette. Hey, look, okay? no. David Arquette redeemed himself. Remember, he redeems himself because he stepped in the ring and almost lost his life against against Nick Motherfucking Gage, okay? I will rule you. So this last show was the show that had uh, Suzuki and uh, uh, Jonathan yeah, Gresham, right? Yeah, yeah, and I'm and I actually missed that match. Yeah, but the main event was uh, yeah was Minoru Suzuki against uh, against Jonathan Gresham. Uh, you know, two people. Uh, yeah, those are two people making their GCW debuts. Did well, Gresham get injured beyond you know uh, recognition? Because that way KG could swoop in and console uh, George while he's delivering her packages. Jordan Grace has nothing to do with either one of those. With, with, well, with Jonathan. Yeah, but, <laughs> I say, yeah, what are you talking about? Why, I'm why, thinking why? about Minoru Suzuki and Jonathan Gresham. Yeah, so, why? Uh, yeah. That's all I wanted. Why? Why? I was trying to get it off of you, man, but I fucked it up. I'm sorry. No, no, it's like oh, the point that, that, that Where did that even come that from? Up, you didn't clean you know that one. You need to pause on that one, James. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm, I'm glad everybody was able to join us tonight. Uh, the People's Choice Don Rodriguez, you know, comes in and says, say, I was trying to get it no, all no, 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 no. The views of the People's Choice Don Rodriguez did not, they, they are not the views indicative of the sideline junkies or the Saturday it. Night WrestleManiacs. I didn't say it. That's all, yeah. That's what those are said. his own personal views. I, ha- I don't right. have a reason to stop. So, yeah, whatever. My wife is still watching. I don't have a reason to stop because you know why. You go down there. Do, do you know why I don't have to have? I don't have. I don't have to stalk a woman. Do you know why? Because she brings them home. Because I got the goods, hun. Oh god. Okay. And by good, she means that he makes a mean peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Nah, I make a mean grilled cheese. I... Okay, let's go ahead and go home, y'all. Let's go home. <laughs> no, he got the, he got he got the right timing setting for his hot pockets. Let's go home. I only eat hot pockets once a month, man. Damn, I know your wife is mad about that. Once a month. <laughs> Me too. Me too. I'm me talking about hot <sighs> Actually, me too. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, you did me too yourself, <laughs> there. <laughs> that pepperoni, man. I'm telling you, you just gotta get all up in it. Thank you for joining us tonight. I'm not even going there with the people's choice, Don Rodriguez. Uh, uh, Perry came go, Perry. Yeah. I know y'all got a few more weeks, but go ahead and let them know what's going on with y'all, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Straight to tapes. You know, uh, you know, Sundays 
on uh, Facebook Live and, and Twitch. Probably going to take things back to YouTube as well. Uh, but we're back on on October uh, October 3rd. Uh, also, you know, if you got, you know, you, of course, you know, follow us on, our, um, you know, on all of our um, uh, social media platforms, you know, Facebook, Twitter, uh, IG, and, you know, and Twitch. You can find us under Straight to Tape. Uh, check out our YouTube channel, S2T Media. Actually, me and, you know, me and the homie um, Bishop Omega uh, dropped, a, uh, dropped a review of uh, Drake's. Uh, certified lover boy uh, under our you know under uh you know under our uh, our new monikers the uh honey mustard boys okay uh so we so we gave you know we we, we gave the uh dr- you know we gave the drake uh, album a full uh light-skinned review i'm quite sure he would uh, appreciate being among or talked about amongst his people yeah so so what's so. up to omega What's up, Tico? I saw that you put out a video about with your uh, 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 with your uh, show that you did recently. Shout out to you, Rob the Actual. You know, glad to see that you made it down to Enfield to yep, hang out yep. with the folks of GTG. Yep, that the branch. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, man, full screen him for this. Full screen. Him for this. <clears throat> let me let me get, let me get him on the full screen. Hold let me get, on. Let me, get, let me get right here. Hold on. You get, you, right here. you get ready for the hot pocket. You may want to shave first because you know sometimes you leave food in uh and your and your your beard. Hey, Keisha. How you doing? See, I'm, I'm gonna have to teach you how to do that right. Because <laughs> if you do, oh lord. You, <laughs> so, needless to say, no, wait, um, wait, 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 wait. No, I gotta put this out there to make sure no, that I, I need to say this know. to James. Oh, <laughs> you get James from an OG to an OG. You got, <laughs> you got. Once you get yourself right, you know, you thaw your voice out a little bit. You got to look at it. You got to go. Hey, Keisha, how you doing? <laughs> see? <laughs> Good to see you. So, uh, Larry White is. No, I hear it with I hit it with the Barry White when I'm in person. So I, <laughs> I saved that. I saved that. <laughs> I like to hit him with the Teddy P, but I mean, you know, that's different. I just no, that's that's a whole other situation all together. Like, take it off! No, I'm just, <laughs> I just with the so, Turn it off! <laughs> she don't do it the first time. You got to yell at her. <laughs> you ass nice to turn off the lights. She ain't do it fast enough. Turn them off! Oh so you her. <laughs> all right, man, we got to get out of here. I know I asked for 45 more minutes, but I know it was going to be like this. <laughs> What you got? What you got? I didn't. I, I look. I got the Vulcan so, death grip put on me, so I had to behave. Come on. So, um, you know, for those in podcast land, KG is going to tell you about where you can hear us. For those on the wonderful world of visuals, aka the YouTube, make sure you ring the bell, like, subscribe. You know, hit a couple buttons. Definitely uh, follow KG on the stalkerregistry.com. Uh, he's got a lot of commentary about his life chasing after Jordan Grace. Uh, make sure you follow the uh, Nubian Sumo on, you know, the registry. There's a lot of uh, offenders that uh, follow him. 
So make sure that yeah, make uh, sure you follow Don on the uh, mail review websites. That's right. Uh, quarters, nickels, dimes, and if you do it and make it swing like Flair, then you will definitely be getting those dollar pieces. He'll be going down to Atlanta to swinging riches. Wait, he'll, right, be doing, wait. he'll be doing. He'll be down there on Sunday. Wait, bring wait. the road. Bring the road. You, him being from you Baltimore, so, so you 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 dance to Frank Ski. There's some mm-hmm. holes in this house. There's some no, holes Brown, in this house. No, you already told you. Doo-Doo he Brown, down with the percolator. Doo Brown all day. But, uh, Doo-Doo Brown. Doo-Doo Brown. Yo, y'all killing me with the visuals, man. For real. It would, it would, <laughs> have, been, it would have been some go-go, but um, you know, uh-huh. Rangers couldn't win. We won uh, Thursday night. Get it, get, get it right. That's not what I talked about. I said last Sunday, if they won, I would spend the entire week listening to sardines. That's not – can we go, look? Okay, you can hear us. It's on, the same beat and everything else, so I figure sardines the one I like. You can hear like us on Anchor, Podbean, Podchaser, all the majors: uh, Apple, iTunes, Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, everything. Like Bobby say, man, everywhere, man. You can hear us everywhere, except so, for Podtail because we still got a beef with them. Well, you can still hear his there, so but you know they never provided the tail. Don't 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 forget about our tail either. But go 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 ahead and keep talking about tail. Go ahead. That's the name of the show. That's the name of that. The, uh, go, go ahead. You you trying to get? We about to get locked up. This man's listening to the dang on the boss ain't. I'm not worried about BJ. No. I'm worried about the long arm of the law coming coming out the back. And on that note, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just had to let that one lie. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. That, that was a pregnant pause you gave that one. Now, yeah, yeah I, I was with you on that one. Yeah, on, uh, so uh, on behalf of Don Rodriguez, the big guy KG, our floating fourth, Mister C. Perry the second, sipping on his probably. Elijah Craig getting ready to light up another Padron. Uh, Woodenville and uh, that Firethorn. All right, all right, all right. This is the Nubian Sumo saying, and we're going to reverse it today. So uh, diversify your bonds, peoples. Konnichiwa. Night. That's it. Perry, no clothes.